Hey everybody, welcome to episode, I don't know, 332 of the Bite Me Podcast. Um, it's been a minute, sorry about that. We got busy, then I went away for a little while. Like, not to like an asylum or anything. <laughs> I, you, you had me committed, Colby, you can admit it. That's yeah, power of attorney and all. Yeah, it's weird, but whatever. Uh, Dylan's not here today, and that is absolutely my fault, because I thought we were recording yesterday, and then I forgot to tell him we were actually recording today, and by the time I realized I'd forgotten <laughs> to tell him it was today, it was like two minutes ago. <laughs> so Dylan is not here, but you can blame me for it. Um, but Colby's here, which is nice. Woo! Say hey. Uh, we're going to talk about some video games today. We got a little bit of catching up to do. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, which because we haven't podcasted in like three weeks is a lot of things. Uh, we got some news. We're getting maybe a Red Dead Redemption remaster. I think we called this call. Didn't, wasn't it like two, I mean, probably last time we podcasted actually where we we're like, man, if we could have anything in the world, what we'd want is a Red Dead Redemption remaster. Did we secret this into the like... I, I'm pretty sure, like, I put it out there into the universe, and Rockstar was like, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe that is a good idea. We do That's like money. Money, interesting. Uh, you can essentially get a uh, Game Pass for your quest now if you have one of those. Uh, not many folks are getting these six very rare drops in Diablo 4. We're going to talk about that. Um, the French are blaming video games for things, and it's stupid. Uh, Tarkov is going to sue data miners, which is also stupid. Um, apparently, the reason that Xbox games are so popular, Colby, in the United States is is because of this. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I, I mean, I have to say, if I was the head of Sony like Jim Ryan was, and he's like, man, these games are just selling like hotcakes in the United States. We can't even compete. Maybe I would make video games like those. Yeah. Instead of making my vastly huge selling games for the PlayStation that I sell. But who who am I to say that he's a liar? Uh, don't count on physical releases for your video games for much longer. I don't think you're going to see those. I've got a couple reasons why. And um, <laughs> I know I shouldn't find this funny, Cole, but Diablo 4 treasure goblins, right? Treasure goblins cannot actually kill you. They don't do damage at all. They just run away when you try and kill them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they are just shanking um hardcore characters um those are folks who ha, you know are playing in the the mode where if you die you die forever um and it's it's funny it's a bug but it's it's funny uh let's see we got questions so far i kind of forgot to ask for questions today so they're still coming in but as of right now we got questions from big chappy monotone screaming prime fan 13 and triple trouble 88 who knows how many questions we will have by the end of this show it is hard to say um and then we've got a ton of cheap free games like uh, just a, a boatload so stick around for the cheap free games you will be playing I don't know, in the future, or maybe right now. Some of these are old, too. Anyway, why don't we start with what you've been playing, Cole? What are you, what are you up to? I'm still playing AC Valhalla, because that game is way too big. God, you know, so, so our friend Tim uh, played that game, and I think between the, the base game and all the DLCs, he said he put like 152 100, hours. Yeah, 150-something hours into it, and that's just, that's too many hours. That's big. It's really too many hours. I'm not... I'm at 77, I want to say, right now. Um, and I got to a point where I'm like, oh, crap, I don't think I'm doing the main 
quest. <laughs> um, I think I'm doing that. But then I found out what the main quest was. And even though I've done like all of the non-main quest, I'm still like 30 power levels below what the main quest tells me I should be. That's... I'm like, but how do I do that? I kind of ran into the same thing playing um, Dragon's Game Inquisitor. I don't. What's I like Dragon's Game. I don't remember what that game's called. It's been too Dragon's long. Dragon's Age. Dragon's Age Inquisitor, where Inquisition. Inquisition. <laughs> it, it's been a minute. I I burned myself out on a little bit. I, I got like forty hours into it, and I'm like, what am I doing? Um, it's not that it's not good. It's just like there's other games I wanted to play. Um, but I did the kind of the same thing where they're like, go to the next location. I'm like, but I can't, I'm too, I'm too small and insignificant. And they're like, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, no, no, really. These things are kicking my ass. They're like, ah, maybe, maybe you just need to go do some other stuff. I'm like, but I don't want to. Have you considered grinding? And that's when I started playing that game with a trainer because (laughs) that seemed like the the better solution. So eh, anyway, I'm still enjoying it. But, like, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I really just want to play something else. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i enjoying this, but I really just want to play something else. But I want to beat this game before I do that. And so uh, it's 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 fun, but it's kind of big. It's a big game. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also started Arcade Paradise, which just hit Game Pass, despite the fact that I have owned it for, like, a while um, but uh, I, I like what it took you to start playing it was it had to get added to game pass well now i get the the daily quests and stuff ah there you go yeah, there you go um it's good um you are like a girl i guess i don't know you're you don't see who you are but i think you're a girl who uh runs her dad's laundromat and you find out that the arcade games are making money. And so you're like, well, what if I put like an arcade in the back? And basically it's like a laundromat simulator. So you've got to like, well, it's like a dry cleaning simulator because you wash all the clothes that people bring you. So you've got to like wash clothes and like, you know, they end and you have to put them in the dryer, but you have to like time it because it like ranks you. You get like, you know, S rank and A rank and stuff. So weird. But you've also got to like, you know, like people leave garbage behind in the laundromat. So you got to clean that up. You've got to like the toilet gets clogged. So you've got to do that. And it's all like mini games. They're not like mini games, but, you know, you've got to hit A in the right yeah. uh, place to, you know, unclog the toilet and all these kind of things. And uh, that uh, kind of hits that game that's not a game part of my brain that's like yeah you could put you know 40 hours into this you know laundromat simulator yeah but, sure. uh, it's a good time um you can play all of the games the the, the games that you put into your arcade that's um, pretty cool yeah and so you can kind of do that but unfortunately that the time doesn't stop when you do that so if you play too long your clothes you know you won't get it the, the rank you get is based on how you'll get money based on your rank so you want to try and get s rank because you need money to buy more games uh, that sounds a little bit too much like real life call where yeah I, I i can't play the video games i want to play because the laundry needs to get done and i have a mortgage um mm-hmm. that's that that sounds terrible if, if you like any of those uh i don't know gas station attendant simulator or whatever the one i played was or <laughs> gas station attendant simulator i think it was gas station i think simulator. it was too um or power wash simulator or any of those that just like 
I don't know. I need dopamine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Give me a little, you know, ding when I do something good, video game. <laughs> like, uh, this game is for you. Interesting. I could use some more dopamine. That sounds pretty nice. Uh, let's see. I beat Hi-Fi Rush, which is maybe... Like, I don't think I've ever played a game before that I'm like, I don't really like the gameplay of this game very much. Um, I I mean, I beat the game. I put 10 hours into it. I don't think I ever really found the beat in that game. So if you, if you don't remember, it's a, it's a game where the entire level you're in actually has a like a beat to it so there's a soundtrack and then everything in the level actually kind of moves to the beat you have to attack on the beats um and i i don't think i ever figured that out like i never really figured out what the beat is how it works how to attack the right way i just never figured it out but what i did figure out at the end um so there's, I think, 10 levels or 12 levels. What I, what I did find out is that if you mash the buttons in the right way, it doesn't really matter. Um, which sounds kind of weird, but you just kind of, you just kind of mash in, in the general sense of the beat. And then you have these, um, like every couple levels, you get another person you can call in to fight with you. And so like, you just kind of like mash, mash, calling someone to fight with me, mash, mash, switch to the per next person, mash, mash, calling someone to fight with me, mash, mash. And I, I got really good at just like hitting random buttons, but I would like listen to myself when I get into these big boss battles and my controller just sounded like flip, 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 flip. It was not, I was not doing anything that was good or right or normal, um, but it worked. Uh, but I, I really, really fell in love with that game's aesthetic. I don't even want to say story because the story is a little like it's it's not it's nothing to really write home about. But I really liked the way it was written. I liked I liked the way it was written, not necessarily what it was written about, I guess. Um, I really liked the way it looked. I like the level design was pretty cool. Um, it was just like overall enjoyable. It's, it's pretty rare for me to get to a game that's like 10 or 12 hours long and say, man, I really wish that game was like six hours long, but this game actually, I, I really enjoyed the entire way through. Um, it was a game that you beat when it came out because it came out uh, four months ago, maybe three months ago. Um, they're releasing a bunch of new like challenge modes this month, actually. So I, I don't know anything about them, but there is new content. Um, but I was really surprised. I, I like ended up like going to the Hi-Fi Rush subreddit to look something up or to something, something, I don't know. Um, and the number of people that are just incredibly passionate about this game that have beaten it um, like three or four times on every different difficulty level and, and you know, like got all the achievements and stuff is is very high. Like there are a lot of people that really feel very strongly about Hi-Fi Rush. So hopefully, um, hopefully we get to play something else like that sometime because it was really interesting um, and very, very unique, not only in like premise, like the, the, the rhythm mechanics of it were, were very unique, but the, just the way that game looked like it was, it's like cell shaded, but looks like a million times better than like a Borderlands 
Um, like it very much felt a lot of time like you were actually playing a cartoon. It was interesting. So high fire rush. Don't, I was going to say don't sleep on that, but that's actually like the joke with the other game I'm playing Bramble, the mountain King. Um, I don't, again, I don't know what happened on the, like the game pass subreddit, but like someone said, don't sleep on Bramble, the mountain King. And it's been like this ongoing joke about that. You know, everyone should play Bramble, the mountain King and not sleep on Bramble, Bramble, the mountain King. Um, and I, I don't think that's why I started playing it, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I may have actually seen someone say, like, don't sleep on Bramble the Mountain King. And it was part of some sort of, sort of like, Reddit meme post. And I actually took that to mean, like, oh, my gosh, everyone should play Bramble the Mountain King. Um, it is... It is, it is probably the only video game I've ever played that had a content warning for infant side. Um, it, it is just... I don't want to say it's like excessively violent. I don't want to say it's like excessively anything. It's it's kind of a horror game in that the things you're seeing are horrific, but not not a horror game in the sense that like it's scary exactly. Um you're a a kid, which probably makes it worse, who sneaks out his window to go find his sister and you kind of end up in this um kind of weird dream world that is all pulled from like Nordic um, fairy tales, I guess. And man, Nordic fairy tales are screwed up in so many different ways. Um, and so you're making it through all these different areas. And man, that game is just, it's just a lot. It's gameplay wise. It reminds me a lot of little nightmares, which is not a compliment. Um, I found little nightmares to be very much one of those. It's one of those kind of games where you'll walk into an area and die and not really know why you died. And so the next time you walk into that area, you have to pay attention to what killed you and it'll still kill you the second time. And so then you're like, oh, okay, hey, now I know that I have to go left instead of right um, there so I don't you know, get snapped in half by a giant um, bear trap. And then you go left and you're like, aha, I did it. And then I went straight and then hit another bear trap. And so now you know that you have to go left and then right, so you don't hit the bear trap. And then on the third time, you're going to go left again and hit the bear trap again. And it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of dying over and over and over again to like figure out the correct path through things, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and the game, I, I think, does a, a an honestly very very bad job sometimes of showing you within the level design where you can go. Like there has been a number of times where. I've had to look up a guide for it because I just don't, I don't know where I'm supposed to go next or what I'm supposed to do next. And they're like, oh, we'll just climb up on this thing. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But, but the game gave no indication that that was even part of the level I could climb on um, or, you know, that I was supposed to backtrack for some reason. It, it's just, it's a, the, the level design's a little obtuse in it um, in ways that make it so it's difficult. But it's super short. It's like four hours long, five hours long. So I'll finish it even though I'm not like crazy excited about everything. Like the story is interesting. Um, and like the boss, quote, boss battles, I guess, are fun um, and, and kind of unique. But it's 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 absolutely one of the... Just, I don't even want to say gory. It's, I mean, it's it's gory, but it's not it's not as gory as a lot of other games I've played. There's just something very, like, maybe it's like one of the darkest games I've ever played. Uh, it just feels real, 
just feels like a lot, but it's on Game Pass, like I said, four hours, so it's not like you're blowing your mind on it. We're trying. Um, I guess that's it. Anything else you've played, Cole, you want to talk about, or is that... I played that Fist. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got like two hours into it and went like, holy crap, this is a 12-hour game? I'm out. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're mileage may vary yeah i uh i loaded up fallout new vegas on my steam deck and like yeah but man i i kind of forget how old that game is um you can probably mod it pretty well and that's what i'm thinking like i think probably how i need to play that game is on my pc modded with like some nice texture packs because on my steam deck like that game looks like a game from 2010 which is not that's 2010 was a long time ago that's what I'm saying. So I, I, I played about 20 minutes and it was like, mm, this might be too old, to be honest. So I don't know. Uh, big shout out to our Patreon folk. They have the patience of someone very patient. Who's very patient, Cole? Um, it's a good question. Yeah, patient people. Anyway, uh, I'm sure they've been. <laughs> what did you say? The patience of a kindergarten teacher, uh, which I think is probably pretty fair. Anyway, they've probably been waiting for a new episode for like two weeks now and have been vastly disappointed. So, I mean, maybe not. Maybe they're like, man, we'll pay them to not make episodes. They're not good. Anyway, big shout out to Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon for continuing to support us, even though we sometimes kind of suck at actually being consistent in making episodes. If you would like to also consistently... Give us money, even though we're inconsistent. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Although if you don't, I would understand. We're mostly consistent. We are relatively consistent. I would say, I mean, to be frank, the fact that we as a podcast are still making episodes like five and a half years later, like there, there's not a lot of podcasts that, that hang around for five and a half years. So, you know, we're, we're doing something right. Uh, news. No Dylan today. So no one to say news. I guess you, do you want to say news call? news it's very good it had kind of a like a little bit of an english cockney lilt to it news <laughs> i spent all weekend watching ted lasso um like literally all weekend I, I sat down for like eight hours on sunday and watched nine episodes of it um so everything sounds english to me right now great great show if you've not seen all of that it was absolutely terrific all right cole so we we kind of we buried this lead a little bit, but I believe that you and I predicted that Red Dead Redemption was getting a remaster. Does that seem plausible to you? Yes, it is 100% plausible. That is what I believe as well. Um, it was rated by the South Korea ratings board, um, which is a pretty decent indication that something's happened. Uh, they, that often is the way that uh, these things go. Um, Colin Moriarty, who I think is best known for running a bullshit libertarian podcast. Is that, is that the correct reason? Being a complete bag of dicks? Um, I thought you were going to say for being Sherlock Holmes's nemesis. <laughs> also being Sherlock Holmes's nemesis. Being such a, just being such a terrible person that the kind of funny people were like, maybe you should just leave. Maybe that's, anyway, I cannot stand Colin Moriarty, but um, he has said that he has insider knowledge. And I mean, unfortunately, he is 
enough of a person within the video game community that he may have insider knowledge, says that the game will be announced in August and will be released sometime this year. So that's that's really exciting to me, Cole. Like, I really, 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 really want to play Red Dead Redemption again. Like, yeah, I a do lot. too. Um, that will be a game I will pay money for, and there are not many games I will pay money for these days. Um, yep. So hopefully, Colin Mortiarty is not, you know, whatever, full of shit. Uh, that'd be very exciting, though. Hopefully, they make Undead Nightmare as well, which seems extremely unlikely, but I have never played that, so would be cool to get that as well. Uh, meta, if you have a Meta Quest, one of the uh, VR headsets from the fine folks at Facebook, um, you can now subscribe to like, what I, I guess what I would say is like, I originally said it was like Game Pass for VR, but it's probably closer to actually like um, games with gold for, for Game Pass. So for eight bucks a month or $60 a year, you can get two free games from Quest every month, which, you know, I, I told this to my kid because my kid has a Quest 2, really likes it. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's eight bucks a month. And he's like, you know, that's really cool. Um, like, if you were buying it, a, you know, and, and you were, you know, like a year from now, that's probably worth it because you'll have 24 games that you could play. But like right now paying $8 a month for two games and then next month paying $8 a month to have access to four games, <laughs> like seems kind of, kind of like not maybe the best deal. And I'm like, uh, I could see that too. And only getting access to two games. Like what if you hate both of them that month? Like, you know, it's, it's one of those kind of subscription services that, uh, you only get to keep the games if you continue subscribing. Yes, so it's not like you can skip a month. It's not like you can, you know, whatever. If they if they have like six months of like garbage games, um, you just have a bunch of garbage games to play. And, you know, like Games with Gold, part of the, the deal with that is like, I don't think anyone really got Games with Gold for the free games. The free games were just a delightful bonus. Like you paid for games with gold so you could play multiplayer games online and have cloud saves. So, it, you know, it's, it's like an, an analogy, I guess, of, of, of that service. But, you know, if you, if you're a VR person, VR games, I don't want to say are expensive, but you know, they, they have a, a cost to them. Getting two games a month or eight bucks, paying four bucks a, a game for, you know, whatever. And then having a, a back catalog is not, uh, is not terrible. So if you subscribe before July 31st, uh, you'll only pay a dollar for your first month. So I guess there is a little bit of an incentive to get in now. You've got, you know, 20, 25 days to get on that. Um, the first two games from this month are two games that I've never heard of. Cloudhead Games Pistol Whip and uh, Pixel Ripped 1995. Uh, and then I guess next month you will get Walkabout Mini Golf and Mother Gunship Forge. Mini Golf in VR sounds kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. Like I could, I could get behind that. So, uh, you know, eight bucks a month. It's not, it's not. It's not super cheap. It's not super expensive. It doesn't seem like a, a great deal or a bad deal. But if you're really into VR, probably probably not bad. Um, so this is an interesting this is an interesting debate call. All right. Okay. I I know you are super excited. So Diablo Four has six like 
exceedingly rare items. Um, like they're so rare that um, to get one of them may require hundreds of hours of of gameplay. They only drop from uh, essentially 85 level plus characters, so you essentially have to be in the end game to even have them available to drop. Um, it's a, a a unique sword, a unique uh, there's one called Doombringer, which is a unique sword. The Grandfather, which is a uh, two handed sword. Uh, the Ring of Starless Skies, which is a ring, obviously. Uh, Andariel's Visage, which is a helm. The Harlequin Crest, which is a helm, and the Melted Heart of Seelig, which is a amulet. So people in the in in the Diablo community are kind of pissed because in the past there have been. Uh, essentially the ability to trade for items like this. So, you know, mm -hmm. you other people can farm them and you would be able to trade items for them or even uh, the first of Diablo 3 actually pay real-world money for these types of things. But there is no trading in Diablo 4. So you literally have to work for these. And a lot of people are really mad um, that not only might they not get one, but if they do get one, because each one's a random roll, it may not be the best version of it you can get. Um, what do you think? Is that like, I, to me, it's kind of fun. Like I know going into, I will never get one of these, but I would really enjoy, like if I did, like, hey, how cool is that? Um, but I, I don't know exactly why people would get angry about it. What do you What do you think? Oh, oh, because gamers. Uh, you know, sometimes I forget about gamers. It's... Uh, yeah. I see no problem with that. Right. It, it, to me, it seemed kind of fun. Like, I, I recognize that I will never get one um, because I'm, I'm probably never going to play, like, the end game of Diablo anyway. Uh, but I kind of like the idea that it exists. And I imagine that, you know, if RNG hit me right and I did get one, that would be really fun regardless of, of what it was. So, I, I don't know. It seems... I think that... Maybe this is a bad take, but it seems like games like this, games like Destiny, where so much of the game is about beating, you know, the story and then just playing the same shit over and over and over and over again to get the the next best best thing, the next best gun, the next best whatever for unending seasons of content has kind of broken people's thoughts around how things like this should work yeah. um you know you may never get that and and like sure it's a bummer but you know, life's life's not fair i guess i don't know um anyway it, it, people are really mad about it and whatever we're gonna talk about some other ways these folks are getting punished later though which is kind of funny uh france you may have, have you heard of france cole no, it's new. It's a country. It's in Europe. They speak French, I believe. Mm. Um, so a bunch of cops in Paris shot a kid, uh, which it's, it's nice to see that cops are consistent across all countries. Um, while he was driving away from a traffic stop. And so like, you know, yeah, probably did something illegal, but I don't know if you should get to execute him because of that. Uh the president of France has said um, that, that, you know, and people are rioting because people are pissed that cops killed this kid, uh, that the situation is unacceptable and unjustifiable and said 
that uh, the writers, that there's a feeling some of them are living on the streets like in the video games that have intoxicated them. And <laughs> I've played a lot of video games. Cole, have ever have, have you ever like wanted to get in a riot because you're like, man, this is oh, just 100%. like video games? I, I play AC Valhalla and I'm like, you know what I could go for? Riot. Riot. I mean, I lived in Seattle during, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter protest, which like Seattle was kind of, you know, like one of the places where that stuff kind of kind of went. And somehow I avoided it by just staying home and playing video games. It's weird <laughs> that huh. my video game love did not just drive me to the streets and lighting cars on fire, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, moral of the story is I am I am so bored of politicians blaming stuff on video games like it seems like something you could get away with in the 90s where they blamed doom on the like columbine shootings because people who played video games like i don't want to say we're different but like video games are a bit more niche like there there really was a bit of a feeling that like yeah people that do this are a little bit weird and and like not mainstream but i'm i'm sorry these days the the people who play video games are literally everyone between the ages of like I don't know, four and 60. Um, I think yeah. it's it's less rare to find someone who doesn't play video games these days than someone who does, even if they only play casually, even if they're just playing on their phone, you know. Um, I, th- I think it might be... I think it might be time to stop blaming society's woes on video games and maybe start blaming society's woes on, like, I don't know, how screwed the up... French. At the French... She's eating surrender monkeys. Anyway, uh, it, just, it just seems like maybe maybe we're past time where where we should be blaming video games on riots instead of cops shooting kids. Um, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I you know someone will tell me. I'm sure. I am just waiting to be canceled. Call. It's just. I know. It's only a matter of time. Um, are you familiar with Escape from Tarkov, Cole? Like, I am because I used to watch Man Sox play it. You're, you're like, passingly familiar. Vaguely. Yeah. So, like, at a at a base level, Escape from Tarkov is an extraction shooter. Um, you go in. You have a mission. You get out with the stuff that you have. But if you get killed while you're in the game, you often lose um, a lot of the stuff you went in with. Um, in addition to that, it is exceedingly realistic and very, very, very uh, difficult, both from a, a gameplay perspective and a just like managing all the shit you have to deal with, you know, perspective. Uh, the the like one kind of bright spot in that is that there are folks on the internet who kind of break everything down and tell you how to be effective. Like just any other video game, there are strategies you can use to be more effective at Tarkov. Um, and one of the way people go about doing that is that they they reverse engineer and data mine um, the updates and, you know, look at, you know, so it, it lets them say like, you know, this thing has an X percent drop rate because we know exactly what the drop rate is based on the data. We know how much damage things do. We know all about that stuff. And for a game that is... Like the reason I've never played it, even though I think it looks kind of interesting, is it's just too complicated. Um, I, I I watch other people play it and go like, this is just a little bit too much. Um, but either way, uh, the folks from Battlestate Games, who are the people that make 
uh, make Escape from Tarkov, have said that the illegal infiltration of in-game code and databases due to data mining is uh, going to be, you know, if you, if you data mine this game and and then release it, they are going to sue you. Which is interesting because, like, data mining in itself is not illegal. They they try and make the, the argument that data mining is, in fact, illegal. It is not. Um, it's really what you do with it once you data mine it. And even then, it seems very unlikely that any... Any judge is going to go like, ah, yes, what I'm super worried about today is whether or not you released Tarkov information into the wild. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like you find the right judge, the right, you know, lawyers and, and they can do it. But that seems like a, a one of those. This, this sounds like a Metallica lawsuit to me, Cole, like where yeah. where the folks that uh, where the folks that are, are defending the data are going to uh, face far harsher criticism from from their actual users than the people mining data um anyway it's it's it seems really dumb um and and it seems like something that could be it seems like something that that could be fixed just by them giving better information um but who knows maybe maybe i'm wrong um speaking of better information call i've i've decided to i've decided to stop caring about the the xbox ftc xbox uk until something happens until something happens i mean like like and at this point like there are things happening this week like we could have talked more about whether or not xbox will get to buy bethesda because there are there is news but you know what I, i'm pretty sure they'll get to buy bethesda that's true. Whether they get to buy Activist and Blizzard. Um, but to be honest, like, I'm having such a hard time caring about, like, the machinations of governments against trillion-dollar companies. Um, it, it really... It really it's it, it's getting to the point where it's kind of like the what the Epic Games versus Apple lawsuit where uh-huh. I'm like maybe you could just both go in a closet and beat each other senseless. That's actually the outcome that I want. Um, anyway, this news is kind of adjacent to it. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting. So Jim Ryan, the uh, the mm, president of Sony uh, of like Xbox or Sony Games. CEO of Xbox Games. I don't. I don't know who he is. Anyway, he's he's important at Sony. Um, in in a deposition, said that the demand for Microsoft's latest consoles, the Series X and the S, is strong in the United States for two specific reasons: Mo- online multiplayer and shooting. <laughs> The majority of Microsoft games involve an element of shooting, and many of their games involve elements of online multiplayer, Ryan said, both of which typically are more popular in the U.S. than they are outside of the U.S. So, this is the reason that, I guess, Xbox shouldn't get to buy Activision Blizzard. A couple things here. Like, first of all, did you play? You did not play The Last of Us, but you're familiar with it, Cole, right? I did play The Last. Do you of think us. there was uh, two, Last of Us Two? Sorry, I own it. Yeah, that's that's a step in the right direction. Do you believe that there is shooting in it? There is. Interesting. Are Are you familiar uh, with Destiny, which Sony owns Bungie? 
I, I You've am. played it before. Was there both shooting and multiplayer in it? Nope. No, nope. neither of those things. Um, this is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in the world. Like, yes, video games have shooting. Um, if you if you looked at a lot of video games, they have shooting. But I don't think that Microsoft games feature shooting more than well, other games, do they? Uh, I assume he means first-person shooters, like the Halos and the Gears of War. Maybe? But here's the thing. If those sell so well in the United States... Why aren't they making them? Right? <laughs> they, own, they own studios. I would think that if you're like, oh, crap, they're they're doing real well in the United States, wouldn't you just go like, well, maybe we should put out a shooter? Or or a multiplayer game? Or yeah. a shooting multiplayer game? But, I mean, I think we can also look at Microsoft and say, like, they haven't made a, a Gears game in three, yeah, four years now. Years ago. Um, Halo Infinite tanked. Um, so maybe maybe shooting in multiplayer isn't. Um, you know, as as important. And I mean, I don't know. I, I can pull up the list of video games that I've played. You know, as, as someone who would consider themselves, I guess, kind of a an Xbox fanboy. Um, like I like what they do. Hi-Fi Rush did not really have shooting. I hit a bunch of people with a guitar. Is that does that count? Yes. Yes. That is, I'm shooting, shooting with a guitar. Uh, Dordogne had no shooting. Um. What's Ravenlock? Like, apparently I beat it, and I beat it last month. That was the um, Alice in Wonderland. Ah, that game uh, also did not have shooting. shooting. (laughs) Um, Diablo 3, I mean... It's not an Xbox game. It's not, but I mean, even still, like, I mean, it has, like, shooting, like, tangentially, I guess. But I think I played as a, I I played as a, uh, like, necromancer. So, like, I, I didn't shoot things. I just, like, raised the dead and had them beat you up. Uh, Planet of Lana, no shooting. Warhammer Chaos Bane, uh, I did shoot things in that game, actually. Um, Cyberpunk 27, 2077, shot a lot of things. High on Life, I did shoot some things with a really obnoxious gun. Uh, and Haven Park, uh, my brain is garbage call. I don't remember what any of these games are. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a short and cozy island management game. There was in fact no shooting in that game. So, of the eight nine games I've played this week, or this month, um, or this year, I guess, like seventy five percent of them have no shooting, and they were all on Game Pass. So I don't I don't really know what he's talking about, and I don't think any of those besides Warhammer Chaos Bane and Diablo three were actually multiplayer either so i don't know it it it, it was backed up by a bunch of people kind of looking at this and saying you know of the 2600 games released on xbox in since january 2021 um 146 of them are classified as shooters (laughs) so i don't know well i mean like really the only shooter that I think Xbox really puts out is Taylor. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't, I can't think of another first party game that, yeah, to, to me, it's, or, or if, if what he means exclusive, yeah, if what he means by shooters is games with guns, then sure. Yeah. A lot of games have guns, but I mean, I would think when I, when I think about every first party Xbox games, like, no, sure. I guess, God of War does not have a gun, but he's got a giant axe he throws at people. Like, once you throw an axe, it becomes a projectile weapon, right? That's a shooter. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Very dumb. Just very dumb. I, I desperately, desperately, desperately want 
all of these people to go away. That's what I'm saying. I just want them to all go away. Um, speaking of things that are going away, this is three really good transitions in a row, Cole. Um, physical games, gone. Like, I don't... I uh, Next Xbox is coming out in 2025? 20, is that what people are saying? 2028. 2028? It's still a long ways away. I cannot imagine a world where those come with physical drives in them like I, I cannot imagine them having a DVD drive in them and I've read two very very big reasons why and one of them is exactly what you think and it's money um, Xbox PlayStation make about 10% more when you buy a digital copy of their game as opposed to a physical copy of their game um, because they don't have to pay um, where do people buy video games now GameStop Target. Target? I'm, I've been to Target recently. Call like unless you want one of like six games released, their their video game sections are tiny. Oh, see, mine's pretty big. Really, mine is so small yeah. and like picked over and empty. So huh. yeah, um, but I can't imagine that it'll continue to be so for very long. Um, the you know, and that's the same thing. You go to a Best Buy, you go anywhere. There's just not a lot of lot of stuff going on. Um, but the other reason that I thought was really interesting is the they interviewed the developers from Alan Wake 2, which is coming out um, soon-ish. And they said that the big reason for them um, to not have a physical copy is that it lets them essentially work on the game until the very last minute. Um, without having to worry about putting out a gold version. So instead of, like, you know, a game often gets, like, finished uh, probably a m- month, like, probably probably somewhere between, like, three and six weeks before it's actually going to, you know, actually releases. And it's so that they can actually make physical copies of that game. They have to create a, a gold version of that game, pass it off, and then... Um, and then, you know, get it live. And so there's a lot of work that goes into that, actually, like, finalizing the game code. And then the unfortunate thing you have to do is then you have to essentially main, maintain two copies of the game. One for your digital... Well, you probably don't, actually. You probably then have to patch in a patch for both your physical and your digital copies. And they said that not having to do that means that they don't have to go through that making a gold copy um, of the game, you know, month or weeks at least before it's ready. And you just, the game you release is the game you release. There's no, you know, essentially no day one patch for it um, because you just got to finish what you were doing. Um, or if there is a day one patch, instead of being six weeks worth of work, it's, you know, four or five, six days worth of work. So the patches is, is significantly smaller. So I, I, I think between... Those two, like, I, what do you think, Cole? Do you think that physical copies will continue to exist? I mean, like, there's absolute reason they should. Like, internet sucks in a lot of places, blows. Yeah, and that's, I think that's going to be the problem, is that, you know, a lot of places don't have fast internet, and so you're basically getting rid of a huge market. Do you think it is, though? I mean, like, how big yeah. do you think that market is when you're talking about being able to save a bunch of development money and saving... 10%. I mean, the thing is, you've also got to worry about, uh, you know, like I get a terabyte to, or, you know, what is it? Do you get a terabyte to download? Mm-hmm. Or a hundred? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh so, like your your data caps? Yeah. hundred, yeah. 350 gigs, depending on where you are. I had a 350 gig yeah. one. And so, 
you know like games are getting bigger yeah. you know uh the the new star wars game is 160 gigs i want to say yeah so i just don't you know, i just wonder if, if like five years from now anyone will care um, i don't know i i don't see i don't see comcast going like ah oh, you know what like data caps are dumb. oh no 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 yeah i i don't i absolutely don't think they will but i i kind of wonder if microsoft just says hey so i guess the, the thing is 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 that position that portion of the population that would be still willing to buy physical games small enough that they can just write it off by that point you know is it is is the extra money they make um saving money on development time and getting extra money from selling digitally uh, worthwhile to to flip that out. I mean, it's already like what? I mean, it's less than fifty percent, right? I don't know. I think it is physical game. Let's see, video game sales. Uh, well, it's a fourteen billion dollar industry. Uh, this says according to this, and I'm just looking at some random website on the internet. Uh, says that it is down to 17% of, of physical games. That may include PC games, though, which have already kind of done that. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Let's see. Ars Technica says... This is not helpful. 226. Yeah, it's about 10%. So, like yeah. losing that extra ten percent does not seem does not seem hard. I don't know. Yeah, be interesting to I, see. I I, I kind of <clears throat> I I thought it might, but I I don't know. I am very I'm thinking that it will not. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I think the thing is, is you still so Star Game <laughs> Active Rockstar. No, 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 no. Um, shoot, the new one coming out from Bethesda, Star Star. Link. Yeah, I all no. something like that. All I could think was Stargate, and as soon as I started thinking Stargate, all other stars went under my head. Anyway, new sci-fi game from Bethesda. Um, Why can I not think of that? I know, I'm right? like Starcraft. No, no, no. Um, was rumored to only come uh, digitally, uh, and it turns out that the collector's edition is only digital. the The physical game yeah. will have a will have a a physical version. Um, but you know, people were you know, extremely upset um, about a game that, you know, comes out in a couple months. But I, I really wonder if it's, I really wonder if it's just a small vocal group of people, like in between yeah. like collectors and, and <coughs> folks who actually really actually need I one. Think, <coughs> sorry. I think a lot of people also don't like that. Like you're essentially kind of renting games from people. Yeah. Which I mean, I get. Um, But... Like that argument only makes sense if you go and say, I'm perfectly happy to play the day one version of any game. Um, because, you know, if if you're renting that game from that also means you're renting the patches for patches. it. So, like, uh, I mean, how many day one games do you really want to play? Um, especially like big AAA releases that you'd buy a physical edition for. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. To me, it it I get it. I absolutely get why why people want it. But I wonder if the majority of people just really don't care, and and it, it'll slowly go away, and it won't matter. Anyway, I guess we will see. 
Um, last bit of news of the day. Um, so if you've never played a Diablo game, first of all, shame on you. Um, How dare start you? Start with three. Colby and I tried to go back to two and it was bad. Don't don't try to. I have fond, fond memories of two. And those memories are steeped with nostalgia that was, in fact, not true. Um but if you've never played Diablo, um, there there are things called treasure goblins, which I think are probably kind of pervasive through all like D and D style stuff as well, right? So they are they are these little and real life and real life. Um, they come up to you, they steal. They're just pickpockets essentially, I guess. So I guess in in reality, um, they 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 do exist in real life. Although I don't know if in real life, if someone picks your pocket, if you can beat them to death and steal your treasure back, call is that. Is that allowed? In certain states, yes. <laughs> I'm standing my ground, Colby. Standing my ground. Yep. Um, it's the same reason I did not tell the people that were outside doing fireworks at 1 o'clock in the morning last night to stop. Because um, they'd just be standing their ground and no one needs to die. Anyway, don't beat pickpockets to death. That is the moral of the story. Unless you're playing Diablo, in which case it's fine. Um, there's a, a bug in, in the current version of Diablo where if you have... Uh, if you're playing in, on nightmare difficulty or hard hardcore nightmare difficulty, so these are players that if your character dies, they die permanently. There is no there's no continue. There is no and you die in real and life. And you right? die in real life too. It's just like the ring. I, I don't know. Um, anyway, it is bad. So the the problem is is that people have a uh, a a negative. Um, and like they have a a thing called death pulse um and it is a uh it's a effect that you know, it's it's like one of those i think kind of where there's a plus side to it and a downside to it like you know you hit harder but you have death pulse and so everything you kill damages you a little bit and there's a bug where if you kill a uh, treasure goblin which can do no harm to you all they can do is steal from you they do not they do not attack you um it causes a a death pulse which kills you instantly <laughs> and they're like no i mean like i kill all, so all sorts of other things and the death pulse is not that big of a deal but this death pulse murdered me and like these people are are you know i this this character i have 86 hours into <laughs> and i got killed by a bug um apparently there's also people that have just like their character has died in loading screens and they've lost their account <laughs> you know and i should not laugh um i will <laughs> but at the same time it's a little bit funny anyway cole are you ready for some questions Questions. Questions are weird this week. Sorry, it's mostly my fault. Uh, Big Chappie wants to know how much... Uh, this is actually a, a question that is now for the past. Uh, he wants to know how much are you blowing up for the fourth? Um, how much did you blow up for the fourth, Colby? Did you blow anything up? I did absolutely no fireworks and went to bed by like nine. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, and got woken up many many times by fireworks until about one and then had to get up at three uh 30 that sounds so. terrible that sounds absolutely terrible i i'm a big believer that uh, like the day f you should get off for for the fourth is actually the fifth uh the day yeah after. take yeah. take the fourth go to work on the fourth and take the fifth off that's the way to do it uh, but it's kind of like New Year's, like or just have both days off. Just uh, you know, take all three off. Why not? Fourth, fifth, and sixth this year. That's the way to do it. 
Or third, fourth, and fifth, I guess. Um, what was the last time you did fireworks? Like, have you done them recently? Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, when when's the last time we did fireworks at your house? I think house? that's like the last time I did fireworks, too, is when I lived in Utah. So it's been a number of years. I just don't... I just can't get excited about them anymore, to be honest. Um, when, like, RSL has their fireworks show, like, I'm like, sweet, this means there'll be no crowd walking <laughs> I, uh I... I... I see a lot of fireworks happening um, just because I'm at Disney World all the time. So we very often see some or all of the fireworks shows. Uh, we went on Thursday or on, man, what what are days? Um, on Monday, I went to Epcot to, to see the fireworks because we thought they were doing their 4th of July fireworks on, on Monday as well because they did last year. Um, and they were not, so we just got the normal Epcot fireworks, which were fine. And then we went back yesterday and watched uh, the normal fireworks plus the uh, the Fourth of July fireworks, which were maybe the loudest fireworks I've ever heard. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever been somewhere where like the fireworks, like the finale ended, and I just kind of like I like let out a breath because I think I'd been holding it. Um, very cool. Um, I did not do any of my own. I think doing fireworks is kind of irresponsible. Like the, 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 the more people that I read about that have like PTSD and it scares the shit out of their dogs and what it does to wildlife and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just don't think it's worth it. Um, Plus I like all my fingers, right? You know, it's, I don't know. I need those. My, my neighbors did fireworks last night from 12, 15 until one in the morning. And like you're just an asshole. Like there's just no there's just no way around it. Like you have no empathy for other people when you're doing fireworks that late at night. But I don't really know if you're much better if you're doing it at you know nine o'clock. At least you're not waking anyone up. You're you're not keeping anyone awake. You're just disturbing all the people that are disturbed by fireworks. So I don't know. They they seem like they could just be federally illegal, and I would be absolutely fine with that. But freedom, I guess. Salt Salt Lake did a drone show. This year. I've heard that's pretty cool. I've never actually seen yeah. one outside of videos, but I've, I heard they're kind of neat. So I believe Disney World um, and Disneyland are actually testing those too. Um, just mostly, I think, because of the cost of like okay. the cost of like I I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that the cost of the just normal nightly fireworks at Walt Disney World or Disneyland is $60,000 um, a day. Um, interestingly enough, it is paid for entirely by their sale of popcorn, though. So I don't know. It all works out, I guess. Uh, Monitor Screaming uh, wants to know, how was your 4th of July? So besides fireworks, how did, did you do anything fun on the 4th, Cole? Did you... Uh, everyone in my house is sick. Ah, right, yeah. Um, including me. I mean, like, I'm not, like, super you sick. You sound a lot better than you were. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everyone else in my house is sick, and so my day mostly considered, consisted of watching Steven Universe, Wee Baby Bears, and um, playing a little bit of video games. What's a Wee Baby Bear? I'm unfamiliar. You know Wee Bear Bear? No. The TV show, Wee Bear Bears? Oh, only like passingly. I mean, it looks really cute. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, my kid's probably watching it yeah, now. Uh, we baby bear is, or we baby bears is the like prequel to that. Interesting. And so it, uh, it's it's pretty decent. Yeah, we were under a like extreme weather warning. Um, this weekend, like not only is that an issue. Well, I, when I went to the I went to the grocery store on Sunday to get a couple of things, and the heat index was 120, so mm. it was warm. 
it was it was it was warm out um delightfully humid so you know it is what it is um but uh yeah no and it rained a lot so i we mostly stayed in um like i said i went to disney world twice but it was really um it was mostly just to see fireworks uh, i watched all of ted lasso which was great like i said so check that out so kind of boring but that's all right um you know i'll be honest call some days like in 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 the world of work like sometimes it's just nice to have four days off where you don't work. So I know you had to work Monday, but I had yeah. one. Well, but you had you had Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday off, right? Yeah. So well, that's like a weird three day. Like weekend. a weird three day weekend. Uh, where I had two Mondays. <laughs> Mother's screaming also wants to know: uh, Are there any new video games coming out that you're interested in? What's your What's your looking forward to it? Uh, Star Citizen? Nope, it's not that. <laughs> what? But sure. What is the? All right. All is the star. Star. There, there we, we go. go. We did it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, obviously now I'm potentially looking forward to uh, Red Dead Redemption. But you know, I, for me, as as my taste in video games has changed, and as my um, the way I play them and procure them as change like my answer to that is i don't know whatever is coming out next week on game pass like i'll look through the seven or eight games that are coming out on game pass in the next two weeks and look at one or two of them and go like i would like to play that so um i don't even really pay attention like i, I still watch like the e3 presentation and stuff but they they seep out of my brain almost as soon as i'm done with them so i don't even know what's coming out until it comes out that's fine um what about your thoughts on, on movies you want to see this summer call any big summer blockbusters that's what prime fam wants to know um so i went and saw the room 20th anniversary and how was that it was fantastic if you ever have the chance to see the room in a theater full of people you should i was going to i i told brooke i'm like oh my gosh we could go see the room in in the theater and she said the what i said the room she's like i've never seen that movie before i'm like you did. I was there. Colby was there. Um, yeah, he brought the DVD out to, to Seattle for us to watch it. Colby's wife was there. And yeah. and and she said, I don't remember it. I'm like, long-haired creepy guy? Like, they, they made a movie making fun of that movie with James Franco? And she's like, nah, it does not sound familiar. So we conversely did not go see <laughs> a, a It was so good. But what do you do? Spoons being thrown at the the screen. It's just like Rocky picture, but you know. Yeah, pretty much yeah. it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, so went and saw that, and before the show, my wife and I were talking, and decided that the last movie we had seen in the theater was um, the last Star Wars movie. Wow. Um, which was like, I don't know, four years ago. Um. I used to go to the theater a lot and now I don't. And so I'm not even really sure what's coming out. Yeah. I, um, I'm kind of the same way. Um, like the pandemic really shifted. Like we, before the pandemic, we had like AMC a list. So we were going in and seeing it like a movie yeah. or two a week. Um, and now I'm the same where, uh, the number of movies I've seen in the theater in the last three or four years is like two I saw the new Spider-Man movie. I saw uh, that Ryan Reynolds guy, one where he's like in a video game. Yeah, um, yeah. But like have not seen many. I don't know. I We we watched Into the Spider-Verse the other day because I might go see the new 
Spider-Verse movie. Um, I like that a lot. And I hear that's one you really yeah. kind of want to see in the theater. Like it's a, it's a good see it in the theater show. I don't know. I watched the Avatar movie the other day and I kind of wish I'd gone and seen that in the theater, but like whatever, I guess. Um, I just don't have as much time to go see movies now, especially because like there's a lot of movies I want to see, yeah, but, but my wife doesn't want to see. And your kid definitely uh, doesn't want to see. Yeah. And so like, I, I like going to movies by myself, but also I don't want to be like, well, see you guys in three hours, you I know? Just, and so I think between the cost of movies and the, I mean, at the end of the day, like no watching a movie at home is not the same experience. It's absolutely not. Um, but there's a lot of positives to that experience. Like I get to sit on my couch. I don't have to, you know, you can do it with your pants. I can not wear pants. They don't let you do that in the theater. Uh, well, if you just wait until the, the lights go down, Cole, you can you can sneak off your pants That's and be true. fine. Um, but I mean, like, I can pause it and go to the bathroom. I can go get snacks that don't cost $45. Um, there is a, a theater near here that has day beds. And I, I'm kind of curious about oh. going to a theater that and sitting in a seat that you guarantee that someone's had sex in. Um like, I don't think I want to experience that, but I'm kind of curious about it, I guess. I, I saw the second Sicario um, in a place that had beds, but also they, like, came up, they're like, would you like a blanket? I'm like, no, 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 no I, I don't, because I don't, I don't trust this theater's um, laundry service <laughs> enough to take a blanket. I also you. know what has happened underneath those blankets. Yeah. yeah no, it's not. They had like waiters coming. Like it was, I I didn't realize that I had gotten like the fancy like theater. And so they had like waiters. Like, would you like some dinner? I'm like, no, no, I I just don't here, want. Just here to see. Does a movie. that person have like a knife and a fork and is eating something off of a plate? Like, no, I don't want. That's not the experience I want. Oh, but it was such a nice chair that I was. Yeah, sitting oh yeah. In. Like, I mean, I'm all for comfy theaters, but I don't need food service. Um, it's it's fine. Um, I kind of wanted to see the new Indiana Jones movie, but that doesn't look like it's great, unfortunately. So I have heard several I'm things, and I've heard that like if you were going into this like expecting the greatest movie ever and stuff, you are going to be horribly disappointed. But if you go into it going like it's going to be an Indiana Jones movie, you're going to be like fine with it. Yeah, so maybe that'll be fine. I I honestly think you know we were talking about this last night. Um. I think that people's expectation of Indiana Jones and his movies has evolved. You know, they're like, oh, my God, there's no way he would have survived, you know, getting blown up by a nuclear bomb just because he was in a fridge like that would kill you. And I'm like, in the second movie, there was a guy that removed a person's still beating heart using magic. Um, like, I don't, I don't, I just want to point out that you said Indiana Jones, like he was a real person. He is a real person. Like, like you were very much like the thing that people don't understand about Indiana Jones and his movies. He's married to Calista Flockhart, Colby. Everyone knows that. Um, but you know what I mean? Like who has ever, who's ever watched an Indiana Jones movie and gone like, ah, what I'm here for is the realism. Um, (laughs) you know, it's, I, I, say what you will about the fourth movie, like good, bad, whatever. There, there was melting ghost faces right? in the first Like, one. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we live in a, you know, he lives in a world, I guess. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Colby is not sure if Indiana Jones is real or not. But, you know, where 
Indiana Jones may have like clung to the outside of a submarine um, <laughs> across the Atlantic. Um, you know, it, it happens. We live in a world where there is definitive proof uh, that, that God there exists. Was a Jesus Christ, yeah. and like, and that he's pissed. Like, I think if I was if, if I was Indiana Jones, I would be like, "Well, shit, I have to like become the best Christian ever." Like the four the fourth movie should just be him like in a, like a monastery <laughs> convent. The yeah, I don't he's know like, why he'd be in a convent. Like, That'd be super weird. <laughs> like. I saw a guy who was guarding Jesus's cup and he was like 900 years old. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think people do themselves a disservice when they try and make, I, I always like that too real. Always been the opinion that people take movies too seriously. Every, anytime like, someone says like, Oh, they got X wrong. And I just, I couldn't anymore. I'm like, dude, like I work in technology and every time they're like hacking, they're like, Oh, throw up another firewall. I'm like, that is not how that works. I mean, <laughs> it's absolutely not how that works. Um, just, just watch movies. It's fine. What, what is your ranking for the Indiana Jones movies call? Like, like which, which is the, the, the best or worst? Um, three, one, two. And like, I saw kingdom of the crystal skull once and remember almost nothing about it like i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it and they're like and then kate blanchett i'm like kate blanchett was in it interesting like so like i do not remember that so like i i don't know like i'm sure Before it's, it's an honorable fine. mention yeah uh is that the one where shia labeouf is swinging for vines yeah. and they play the tarzan mm-hmm. song yeah. or tarzan thing yeah. That that could probably go, but they do that in Star Wars too with Chewbacca. Yeah. So you I know, mean, who am I to compare? I, I, and I, I'm similar. I'm I'm like a, a three one four two. Um, I like four quite a bit actually, um, and I like Shia LaBeouf as an actor. So yeah, whatever. Not as a person. Not as a person. Terrible person. But I love his song though. The Shia La, like if you've yeah. ever heard the song Shia LaBeouf by. I don't remember what his name is. Like, just go look up actual yeah, cannibal. Go, Shia go search for actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. It is the funniest song I've ever heard. Um, the the video is just Chef's Kiss. Um, anyway, this is not a video. This is not a podcast about movies, but whatever. Um, final question from my delightful child, Triple Trouble. He says, uh, <laughs> "Oh shoot!" He, he asked. He asked multiple questions. Jeez, I, I don't know. Um, what? He says, what is the best classic rock? And I think the answer to that is quartz. How do you answer that? Um, <laughs> so uh, my, in, in Ted Lasso, uh, there's an episode. I, my guess is this is what he's, he's asking. Um, there's an episode where Ted can't go to the press conference. And so they ask uh, one of his assistants to go. And he doesn't go. And his other assistants goes. They break into it, and it's just the assistant arguing with all of the journalists about who the best classic rock guitar player of all time is. And he, everyone in, because it's set in the, the UK, they're saying that it's Jimmy Page. And he is making the argument that it is, in fact, um, Joe Walsh. <laughs> and he's like, maybe he's not the best, but he's he's seriously underrated like like joe walsh is an underrated guitar player i'm like i can see that and then the the owner of the company i mean i'm gonna say that the eagles weren't good until joe walsh right joined. yeah so and and that was their last yeah, so you know whatever um but uh the the owner of the 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 soccer team takes over and and she walks out and and they're like they ask her the same question and the person next to her says you chose the guitar player from cream <laughs> Anyway, best classic rock guitar player, Cole. 
go. I mean, like, you kind of have to say Hendrix. Kind of, right? I mean, like, it's... You kind of have to. Yeah. But, I mean, like... There's a lot of very good ones. There's a lot of very, very good ones. Um, The... uh, uh, I, I think that it's all kind of a a personal kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And so, you know, like you could say, uh, what about Alvin yeah. Lee? Yeah, I mean, Alvin Lee's a huh? phenomenal guitar player. Um, I, 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 I am to a point in my life, though, where I am confident that I can say that Jimmy Page and Eric Clapton are both maybe uh, a little... Um, people think they're better than they are. Um, like, they're not, they're not bad guitar players in any know. way, but, like, they're very derivative um like they yeah, just play blues music like, so still, yeah i mean they're not i mean th- the thing is is like you can say that they are you can say that they're a little bit derivative and still go like oh they're still in the top 0.0001 percent of you know guitar players so like anyone that gets that level of go, fame come on i'm i'm just gonna go with uh david gilmore david gilmore is he's probably one of my favorites one of my favorites i don't know if he's the best but like i like him a same. lot big same um, man, I'm watching that man play. I've never seen anyone who just can put out amazing music and look so bored doing it. Uh, I don't know. I I saw Eric Clapton in concert clip. Yeah, there's a, there's that a difference between bored as there's hell. a difference between bored and still being amazing and just bored. Um, I don't. I you know whatever. It's all good. All right. Man sat on a stool for two hours and just like. People ask me what's the most disappointing concert you've ever been to. It was most definitely Eric Clapton. So. Yeah. And I mean, I've been to. We saw Cake one time and they walked off after three songs. And I'd rather <laughs> see Cake walk off after three songs than Eric Clapton again. So. Someone threw a shoe at him. Happens. Happens. Uh, cheap free games. Let's talk about them. Epic games this week. Are you going to ask his no, because, answer is No, other because ones? the second one doesn't makes less sense than the first one. And I mean, Chip Clippy is the obvious answer for who is Microsoft. No, it's Microsoft Bob <sighs> is, should be the mascot about Microsoft for Microsoft. Bob. His second question is, if soft serves eggs was a thing, how? I, I don't even know what that means. It makes no sense. I is it like like soft serve like ice cream like the eggs come out of a thing and if they do that's disgusting. Um, Epic Games this week you can get Grime. It's a fast, unforgiving action adventure RPG in which you crush your foes with living weapons that mutate form and function and then consume the remains of a black hole to strengthen your vessel as you break apart a world of animatonic animatomical intrigue. I don't. I don't know anything about this game, Colin. I desperately want to play it, so I'm downloading it now. Grime. No, you're not, because it doesn't come out until Thursday. God Sorry. damn it. Uh Xbox Game Pass. This is a mix of like stuff that is like video game past and video game president and video video game future. So it's it's essentially Dickensian at this point. Uh Need for Speed Unbound is available now. The Bookwalker is available now. Do you know anything about the Bookwalker, Colin? Yeah, I played it. it oh, yeah, that was when you were like, it was all right, right? I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really yeah, enjoy it all that all right. much. It's fine, you don't have to like everything. Uh, the Bookwalker. Uh, Halo Infinite Season 4 Infection is available now. Uh, Fallout 76 Once a Blue Moon is available now. Uh, Bramble the Mountain King is available now because I am playing it. That's on Cloud Console and PC. Fist Forge in Shadows. 
Torch. That's terrible. Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch, is available now. Colby played it, Cloud Console and PC. Uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, is available on console and PC. That is a uh, Harvest Moon Lake game, I believe. Oh, and also Harvest Moon is out Oh, now. how nice. Uh, Arcade Paradise, Colby's playing it right now, Cloud Console and PC. Woo. Sword and Fairy 7, I've heard kind of interesting things about that, is on console and PC. And uh, starting today, I believe, Grand Theft Auto Five is available on Game Pass again, cloud and console. This is the Xbox Series X enhanced version of this. So that's the new fancy version of Grand Theft Auto Five, which I am now glad I did not pay $20 for. Um, let's see, McPixel 3, cloud console and PC, comes out tomorrow, July 7th. It is a mind-blowing save-the-day adventure that sees the titular wannabe hero avert one disaster after another at every turn using unconventional yet entertaining methods of mayhem. Uh, Common Hood, cloud console and PC, July 11th. Uh, Common Hood is a squatter settlement simulation game with highly customizable base-building tools. Um, Insurgency Sandstorm comes out on PC July 11th. Uh, that is a... A war game where you get to blow stuff up. Um, Exoprimal, uh, Cloud Console on PC, July 14th. Uh, every month is T-Rex Awareness, <laughs> Awareness? Awareness Month in Exoprimal. Squat up and take down hordes of dinosaurs in a series of endless war games run by the artificial intelligence Leviathan. Uh, PV and PVP, apparently. Tectonica, um, July 18th, Cloud Counts on PC. Dig into the subsurface, bioluminescent world of a rogue alien planet as you explore and construct sprawling factories in Tectonica. Uh, the Cave comes out uh, on cloud and console July 18th. This is a, an old Xbox 360 game um, from the folks who made Monkey Island and Maniac Mansion, um, Ron Gilbert and Double Fine. It is very, very, very good. I played it, I don't even know how many years ago. Five? I think if you go to our YouTube channel, there's actually a, like a half hour playthrough of me doing it. It's tons of fun. Really smart, really funny. Really enjoyable game. Uh, July 20th, The Wandering Village comes out on console. The game looks really cool. It's like, a, I think, a, a city builder, but you're on the back of a turtle. And uh, Venba Console comes out uh, probably this month. It's it's to be to be announced, but probably this month. Um, Xbox Gold uh, for this month is Darkwood, uh, the 1st through the 31st. Um, and looks yeah, good. it does. And When the Past Was Around, which I don't know anything about, but I really like that title, uh, the 16th through August 15th. PlayStation Plus is uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Alan Wake Remastered, and Ending Extinction is Forever, which is pretty much true except for that one fish that was extinct and then they found more of them. Coelacanth. Thank you, Colby. Man, if you can count on Colby for everything, it's knowing weird shit. Um, Prime Gaming this month is, again, weird. Uh, Prey is maybe still available now. Um, go look. Baldur's Gate... I don't think it yeah, is. It, I just I just picked up all the Prime games yeah, and Prey wasn't yeah, on there. It's, I mean, honestly, if you don't have a copy of Prey by now, you're not trying hard enough. Um, Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition was available on July 27th. I should go grab that now. Still um, Shovel Knight Showdown will be out on June July 6th. Um, so that's a couple days from now. Star Wars The Force Unleashed will be out on July 10th. Oh, um, yeah. Cook Serve Delicious 3 is out July 6th. Nari Tower of Sheeran July 13th. Witchwood July 20th. And Lunar Axe uh, on the 27th. I'll try and add those back into uh, the podcast in the future. Will you say Lunar again? <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, Nintendo Switch is getting goals and gooses. Goose. <laughs> Goal, goals and gooses. I'd play that game. Admit it. You'd play that game. Uh, Crusader of Sentry, Landstalker, and The Revenge of Shinobi as part uh, of their... The, the good games. <laughs> as part of their uh, Nintendo Online package. I think this is the one you have to have the extra bit for as well. So, yeah, Goals and Ghosts is a super Nintendo I don't know. Game, I can't I even pretend to keep track of that stuff anymore. So, yeah, whatever. Anyway, good stuff. There's some free games. Go play them. Um, I think that's all for us this week. Um, unless you've got something else you want to... You want to talk about movies some more, Cole? I do, but can we, like, I don't know, workshop ghouls and gooses or whatever it was? I mean, maybe ghouls and gooses is just, um, there, there's two options. One is that it is a, uh, it's like the undead nightmare version of Untitled Goose Game. So you're it's, it's all set in the same place as Untitled Goose Game, except everyone's dead and you know, all the people are zombies. Like zombie. Yeah. Um, the other option is, did you ever play Knights and Bikes? Yeah, I did. It's, it's Knights and Bikes, um, except everyone's zombies and you're, uh, or no, 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 I've changed my mind. It's the exact same game, except the goose that you hang out with is a, is a zombie goose. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that could work. I, I desperately, desperately, desperately want sequels to both of those games. I really want to do Knights and Bikes, and I really, really want more Untitled Goose Game. Um, yeah. Untitled Goose Game I could just be DLC. Game. could just be new levels. Um, I've beat that game three times. It's more than I've probably beat any game in my entire life, and I just want more of it. So, um, Have you ever played it co-op? You should, no. you should grab a Untitled Goose Game and play it with your wife co-op, Call She's... She she'd probably enjoy it. It's probably Brooke's favorite game at this point. So, anyway, uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us about at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can be a patron of us if that's your thing at patreon.com slash bite me podcast you can join our discord at uh bite me podcast.com slash discord that way you could come in and say why isn't there an episode and i could make up some pithy excuse um where else can you do things Cole? you could join our extra life team at bite me podcast.com slash extra life and i think one of the best features of the software that colby and i use now is that every time colby clicks out of the app into some other app it tells me so i know when colby's not paying attention to me it's it's great <laughs> it's like 90 percent of the it's 90 percent of the app time, is so. not focused i'm like neither is colby anyway Cole, do you want to do you want to help us out here that's just my like go-to kind of way i'm just not it's focused. all right nothing wrong with that man uh bite me